What's good, family? And welcome to the Content Creators University. Very, very excited that we jump into another season. If this is your first time, allow me to introduce myself. My name is JP High Tech. I am your humble servant. I am a global branding and media expert, marketing strategist, speaker, motion graphics, and software developer. What I do specifically is help businesses scale faster and dominate their competition. So I am also the founder of the Content Creators University. After 15 plus years in the media IT tech industry, I've decided to bring my expertise to you by creating this platform, which is a place where all creators come together. And when I say creator, I mean anybody that uses a technology in their business come together and find the best ways to level up, impact, and transform the world by making money through our business that we're creating with our content. So this is what we do every single week. We have a new rendezvous. We bring you experts, amazing folks that are really transforming the world. What they do is come here, teach us the way they do it so we can learn from them. Because I always say, the day you stop learning, you stop growing. So if you're looking for a place to learn, to grow, and to keep impacting the world, this is it. So buckle up, get ready, because it's about to be good. Hey folks, go ahead and download our TV application today. The name is JP High Tech TV. Download that right now, um, you know, onto your smart TV on Roku. And of course, if you have an iPhone, you can also download our application. The name is the same, JP High Tech TV today. Free applications so that we can grow together and stay connected. That is what this is all about. So like I said, folks, we are um, discussing how to grow your business with a pro home studio, right? Now, it is important to understand that growing your business with a home podcast and a video studio requires a strategic approach, right? And a commitment to producing high quality, consistent, right? Content. That is very, very important. Now, we're about to talk about and dive into the nitty and gritty of what you need to do today, right? True actionable steps, things that you can implement today so that you can start making money with your home uh, podcast, right? Or your home setup that you have, your professional studio. I keep saying pro because it has to be pro for people to take you seriously, right? And for people to want to spend money with you. Now, before I get into all of that, allow me to take a minute and introduce myself to the folks that are discovering for the first time. Like I said, I am a global branding and media expert. I'm the founder and CEO of a media agency called Perfect Zone Productions. We are located here in the state of Tennessee, right? And I'm also the founder of the Content Creators University. Now, for the folks that are like, huh? Really? Yes, that's what I do. I work with uh, corporations, um, you know, small business owners, individuals, anybody that's looking to grow a premium brand. And with my agency, Perfect Zone Productions, what we do is we leverage a couple of things such as cinematography and live video, web and graphic design, you know, software and mobile app development, photography, social media management and marketing, podcast production, distribution. There's so much that we do, but that is my daily bread, right? That is what I do every day uh, to put food on the table. So of course, daddy, this is something that is dear to my heart. Um, and as you can see, so um, again, if you are wondering, you know, what is this guy um, expertise? And this is it. All right. This is it. You can connect with me. My website is right there in front of you. jphighttech.com, H-I-G-H-T-E-K.com. 
is the website. Now, let's go ahead and jump into today's conversation. And the very first thing that I want us to focus on when it comes out to really, really, you know, leveraging uh, these things, our home setup in order to make money is understanding that it is a business and treat it as such. All right. Let me repeat that. Understand it is a business and treat it as such. JP, what are you talking about? Well, here's the thing, family. Um, Studies showed, right, that most people are more likely, all right, are more disciplined working for somebody else than working for themselves, right? So automatically, this will tell you what? This is not for everyone, okay? In order to leverage your home setup to make money seriously, there's a certain mindset to embrace. So not everyone can do this, okay? So right away, we need to ask ourselves that question. Am I doing this for a hubby? You know, and there's nothing wrong with that if it's a hubby for you, right? Have fun. But if you're like, no, I really want to build a sustainable income. I really want to grow my business. Well, it is a business, right? I really want to grow this. You have to address it as a business. And what we're talking about, thinking of it as a business, you have to develop the characteristics of a business owner if you don't have that right somebody might ask me well jp what are those characteristics well the first thing i'll tell you is to have an entrepreneurial spirit right you have to be an entrepreneur individuals with a business mindset like that are often natural entrepreneurs right or they've developed that or they love the process of the entrepreneurial journey they love that right those individuals have a willingness to uh take calculated risk and they're not deterred by the fear of failure. If failure, you know, is something that you you don't like, you have that fear, it will be hard for you to be an entrepreneur. Okay. And of course, when we're talking about thinking about this as a business is, of course, understanding when it's a business, right? My podcast, this conversation that we're having today, this show, right? I have it legally registered and have everything that goes with it when we're talking about business, right? Uh, launching your business like you already know, right? So already you have that foundational things and now you're developing those characteristics that I'm talking about. And the next one that I want to tell you about is resilience. Resilience, family. Right? The business world can be tough, family. It can be tough and setbacks are coming. So a strong mindset in the business world is required so that you don't just throw out the towel whenever things do not go your way. Right? You have to develop the ability to bounce back from failures or setback with a determination and a positive attitude, right? Your attitude, whenever things do not go the right way, is crucial to keep you on the right track, to allow you to keep moving, to keep going, right? I'll be looking down sometimes here because um, the comments from Amazon Live do not come right here um, in the platform. So I have to be checking and make sure nobody's asking any questions. All right. There, there are no comments there that I am potentially missing because we're also broadcasting this on Amazon Live, right? So very important that I keep my eye on that from time to time, which is why I'll be looking down like I'm doing right now, right? So resilience is what we're talking about, making sure that we develop that resilience, so we don't throw the towel whenever things do not go well. Another thing we want to develop is problem-solving, family, right? Business-minded business individuals are skilled problem-solvers, right? I love those folks. They approach challenges with uh, an analytical mindset, right? They break everything down into manageable parts. This is crucial. And what you want to do is develop creative solutions, right? 
in regards to the things that did not go the right way. Right? Break them down. Very important to do that. Right? The next thing you want to do is be adaptable. Family, you have to be able to adapt. The business landscape is constantly right changing. We always say, in, you know, whenever we go live that since we are in technology, right? Since we discuss tech, we need to understand that technology is an ever-evolving, ever-growing droplet. So we got to be able to adapt according to the changes that are coming our way, right? We have to do that. Having a business mindset means being adaptable and open to change. If you do not like change, you will have a hard time running your own business or even adapting to the changes in technology because all of this is all about technology. Right. So successful individuals in business are willing to pivot when necessary and embrace new ideas and new technology. So you got to be open to learning new things. Right. Learning new ways of doing the same things you used to do. Right. Because something that you're doing today very well may not be the best way to do them a year from now, seven months from now. Right. Two years from now. So you have to be open to continuous growth, right? Keep learning, okay? You have to be resourceful, which is the next point, because a business mindset involves making the most of available resources that we have, okay? Whether it's financial resources, time, or human capital, those with this mindset find a way to maximize efficiency and effectiveness. How resourceful are you? Are you really maximizing everything you have? Are you able to uh, really use the max out of everything you have? Or are you always looking for ways to procrastinate for ways not to really do what you promised yourself you were going to do, right? Very, very important that we understand these things, that we implement that so that we can have the right mindset in our businesses. For the folks that are watching this, let me know in the comments section uh, what type of business you have. What business do you have? I'd love to know. And I know folks that other folks that are watching this live or the folks that will be watching this on demand will love to know the type of business that you have so that we can do what? Network together, which is the next point, networking, right? We should be able to build and maintain relationships because maintaining this and growing our network is, is a key aspect, right, of a business mindset. You have to be able to network. You have to be willing to network because that's how you build your business. Networking can lead to valuable partnership, collaborations, and opportunities for growth, family. Right? I always say here that networking is the new currency. If you follow me on social media, right, you will hear me say that, yo, networking is the new currency. I'm always encouraging people to network. And one thing before we move on right here to the next point is having long term vision. You know, while focusing on short term goals is important, a business mindset also involves having a long term vision for the future. Right. It's about thinking strategically and planning for sustainable success. So you should have your short term goals and long term goals. Right. All this goes into what we are discussing, which has to do with understanding that this indeed is a business and treated it as such. Okay. So you let's 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 have that foundation set that our home professional studio setup 
is a business and we are going to be treating this as the business that it is. And so we have to be persistent in order to achieve success, right? Because things will go bad or, you know, not everything will go the way we want them to go, but we have to be able to keep it going, to be persistent and keep pushing and not lose faith. The second something doesn't go the way we will have wanted it to go. Okay. Now let's go to the next point here, which is very important for us to know in leveraging this to make money. And of course, this is define your goals and target audience. All right. How do you do that? You got to start by clearly defining your business objectives, right? What are your objectives for your business for podcasting and video content? What are they? Write those down. Okay. Write them down. Are you aiming to increase brand awareness, generate leads, or establish thought for leadership? Right? Which one of those are you doing? Are you, right? Let me repeat it so that you can make sure you're taking note, right? Are you aiming to increase brand awareness, generate leads, or establish thought for people. Understanding your goals will lead you or guide you to creating the type of content that you need to create. Okay, so here's the thing. Why and how do we define our target audience? And this is something that is very important because uh, folks, a lot of times, right, I hear folks talk about you know, defining our target audience, right? Um, but they will never actually tell you how to define your target audience. So today we're about to dive into that, right? How exactly do you determine your target audience, right? Well, you have to define your target audience. It's crucial. Before I tell you how, let me tell you why. This is crucial because it will help you in the marketing of your business and building a strategy for your business, right? By identifying and understanding your target audience, you can tailor your product services, right, and marketing efforts to better meet their needs. Now, the first thing you need to do when it comes down to defining your target audience is to start with your existing data. For example, if you're already um, an existing business, right, or um, you have some data, you've been doing some business for some time, analyze your customers' demographics, purchase history and behavior to identify common traits and patterns. If you are not an existing business, well, you need to right, ride your ideal target audience profile down, right? And grab some data in regards to what you, you dream to be your ideal customer uh, profile, right? And then ride those down, right? What are their dead demographics? Where are they located, right? What are their purchase history based on your ideal customer profile, right? What are their uh, behavior to uh, help you identify the common traits? What are the things that they usually do? Where are the places that they usually spend their times? And whenever you've done that, the next thing that you want to do is create a buyer persona, right? Which we call BP. Develop t detailed buyer persona for your target audience. It's crucial, right? These are semi-fictional representation of your ideal customers. So each persona should include your demographic information, for example, age, gender, location, right, income, etc. 
psychographic details, for example, their interests, their values, their lifestyle, and something that's very important, right? Their pain points or challenges, right? After you've done that, the next thing you want to do, right, in uh, detailing or defining your target audience is researching your market. Let me say that again. Researching your market. We have to be able to research our market so we can truly do the things that we want to do and know who we want to serve, right? So let's detail and research our ideal target audience. And how do we do that? Well, when we're while doing this, right, we want to conduct a market research to gain a deeper understanding of our industry and our competitors. Okay. We want to look at our market trends, customer behaviors, and emerging needs. What? How well do you know your competitors? Do you even know who your competitors are? <laughs> These things are so important for us to know and understand so that we can implement them the best way and know that we're receiving true return on our investment. The next point that you want to do, the next thing you want to do in here in, you know, define your target audience is survey your customers. Use surveys and feedback forms, right, to gather information directly from your current customers, right, or potential customers, Ask about their preferences, their pain points, and what they value in products or services, right? Those information, uh, this will allow you to really um, define and have the best ideal profile for your customer base or your potential customer base, right? This is crucial, family. This is crucial that uh, we do these things, right? And the next thing we want to do is analyze social media insights. All right. Uh, social media insights. What do you mean, JP? Well, if you have a social media presence, examine your audience's demographics and engagement metrics, right? Most social uh, media platform will provide you with insights into your followers. So you want to look into those. If you're on YouTube, for example, you can go into your creator studio and look at your data analytics. If you're on Facebook, you can do the same thing, right? You want to look at those uh, that data because that's going to help you know exactly the type of you know followers you have the type of people that are potentially interested in the type of things that you're doing, right? And now you can tailor your marketing, promotion, and different ads to them, right? If you know anything about running ads on Facebook, you know that you can really drill it down to the age, demographics, location, all of that, right? So that you can get a better return on your investment, okay? And the next thing you want to do when you're defining your target audience is Studying your competitors. Studying your competitors, right? <laughs> a lot of times we don't do that. I want to give a shout out to the First Lady Cree. Thanks for being here. Yeah, she said that's great. We have to know our competitors. 100% agree, right? We have to know who our competitors are and we have to study them after we know them. Analyze your competitors, family. Analyze their uh, uh, fan base as well. Who are their targeting? Who are they working with? Who are they promoting to, right? 
and how are they reaching them? Very important. This can provide a valuable insight into potential target audiences that you want to build, right? And the next thing I want you to think about is consider your USP, which is unique selling proposition. You will hear me say this over and over again. I say this all the time, family. What is your unique value proposition? Which now the term your USP, your unique selling proposition. What is it? If there's nothing that makes you unique, then why should people go with you instead of their competitors or your competitors, I should say, right? Think about what sets your product or your services apart from the competitors from your competition, right? Your target audience should align with the unique benefits that you have to offer, right? And next, identify pain points and needs. Understand the problem or challenges your target audience forces, uh, you know, that they're facing. And how can your business solve those problems? Tailor your messaging to address these pain points for them, right? And after you've done that, determine your their buying behavior. Examine how your audience makes their purchase decisions. Do they research ext extensively? Are they price sensitive? Um, knowing this type of information can help refine your marketing strategy, right? And after you've done that, yeah, it's a lot of work. Somebody's saying in the comment section. <laughs> yes, it's a lot of work. But like I always say, if it was easy, anybody, I repeat, anybody will be able to do it, Right? That's why we have to take the time to do these things if we truly want to build a sustainable, right, income business, right? A business that will stay in place and grow regardless of adversity. These are the type of things that we need to do because these are the foundational things that will allow us to be successful whenever we are running our business, right? Because a lot of times, like I said, people talk about you need to define your target audience, but they don't teach you guys how to do so. Well, we're talking about how to do so. The next thing you want to do in, uh, you know, the work of defining what, when you're trying to define your target audience, right? The next thing you want to do is segment your audience. In some cases, it may make sense to segment your target audience into smaller groups. What am I talking about? You can segment them based on criteria, certain criteria. For example, your age, have a list of, you know, uh, people of the same age, their income a list of their income, right? Income brackets and all that location. All right, this will allow you for a more personalized marketing efforts. And it makes it easy, folks. It makes it a whole lot easy. And now one thing that we need to know is test and refine, family. Test and refine. You know, your understanding of your target audience may evolve over time. All right, continuously collect and analyze those data and be willing to adjust your approach, family. As need be. There's no nothing as set in stone. You know, every brand grows and evolves. So you got to be able to, you know, uh, evolve and refine your data, refine your strategy as you grow, as they grow, as their need grow, as their need changes and, and so forth. Right. Now you want to create an audience centric content. Develop content marketing materials and product services offering that specifically, right? Specific service that address the needs and interests of your target audience. 
Your messages uh, should resonate. Your posts, everything you do should resonate with them, right? And then whenever you do that, you want to monitor and measure that. Use key performance indicators like KPIs to track the success of your marketing efforts, family, right? Are you reaching, uh, you know, and converting your target audience effectively? If not, adjust your strategy based on the results that you have. And one thing that I personally always do is I always seek feedback. If you notice, if you follow me on social media, you notice that long, not long ago, I had a post asking people, what do you truly think of whenever you hear my name? I wanted to know. I wanted genuine feedback, right? You have to be continually seeking feedback from your audience. This can come from survey reviews, social media comments or posts like I did or direct interaction with them, right? You want to use this feedback to refine your offering and messaging, right? And finally, the last thing you want to know into building your target audience is staying updated. Market condition and consumer preferences can change. So stay informed about your industry trends and be ready to adapt to the shift in your target audience's behavior or needs. This is technology. So we have to be able to do that, right? So now this takes us to the next point here that we need to understand. And this has to do with defining your offering, right? What product or services do you offer, family? Or do you even have anything to offer? And not just offer, offer as an expert. It is vital that we position ourselves as an expert. Right? You have to position yourself as an expert. Right? If you don't position yourself as an expert, well, you will have a lot of problems. Proving that you are an expert in a particular field or domain is crucial for gaining credibility trust and recognition let me say that again it is crucial to build credibility trust and recognition how credible are you do people trust you right do they recognize you as an authority in the field that you are these are the things that you want to think through now, here's one thing that I want to tell all of you guys uh, that uh, might be making these mistakes, right? Because so, some, some, some of you, uh, you guys make this mistake, and I want to help you change that. Saying that you are an expert doesn't mean anything. The fact that you tell people, I am an expert, or you write expert right next to your name or anything like that. I mean, I don't know how else to say this, right? Let me come right here. Family, telling people I am an expert in X domain or X field does not automatically make you an expert. There's a whole lot of things that you need to do in order to establish yourself as an expert. And again, we're about to dive into that because a lot of times people talk about you telling you, you know, I've watched so many podcasts while they're telling you, you have to establish yourself as an expert. You have to prove to people you're an expert. But how do you do that? What's the best way for you to prove to folks that indeed you are an expert? Well, let's talk about it. So the first thing we want to do, right, when it comes down to 
proven people or proven to people that we're an expert is one, we want to acquire deep knowledge, right? The foundation of expertise is extensive knowledge is having extensive knowledge in your chosen field, right? Continuously learn, study, and stay updated on the latest developments and trends. Become an expert through consistent education, right? The next thing you want to do is gain practical experience. Theoretical knowledge alone is not sufficient, family, right? Apply your knowledge in real-world situations. Practical experiences provide insight and solutions, right? That the theoretical ones <laughs> do not, okay? Now, the next thing you want to do to help you position yourself as an expert is obtain relevant qualifications, such as degrees, certifications, licenses, or client testimonials, right? In your field, and this can help you establish you as an expert, right? This often serves as proof, right, of your knowledge and competence in the subject matter. Now, here's the thing. Even if you have to work for free, family, let me tell you something. Do it. Even if you have to work for free in order to prove your expertise, right, and get those testimonials, do it. Because ultimately, your ideal clientele or your ideal target audience, they do not care whether you've done that job for free or not. All they care about is if you have the expertise to help them. So you can you know, contact some folks if you do not have a client base right now and do the job, right? Prove to them that you are very knowledgeable and you have the expertise in that field. And after you've done that, collect those testimonials and use that to position yourself as an expert in the field that you've chosen. Doesn't matter if it's free, family. <laughs> Now, the next thing you want to do is publish authoritative, supportive content. What am I talking about? Well, share your expertise through things like reading articles, blog posts, white page papers, or books, for example, right? Let all those things be supporting documents, right, to the things that you are talking about. You know, publishing authoritative content in respect in uh, you know, in respect to the subject matter, will help. It will help solidify the things that you're talking about, and it will help establish your credibility. One thing that I always do for the folks that do not know is every single time that I post something on social media, I always add a link to it. Right? For example, learn more. To learn more, go here. Let me show you something real quick here so that you can see what I'm talking about. So here I am on my social media. And this is a post that I, I shared, right, about a week ago. And I do this pretty much for every single post, right? This is just one post out of them. If you see right here, I'm sharing a video talking about the importance of having a teleprompter in your professional home studio, right? But if you notice after talking about it, there's something that I put right here at the end, right? There's something that I put here. I just zoomed in so that you guys can see. What is it? As you can see, I said, need help? Work with me. And I put a link. Email. I put my email right there. Now, this is a mistake that I see a lot of folks make where they will have an amazing post. 
They will talk about amazing things, but there will be no call to action at the end of the post. Folks, do it. Add a call to action. People are not tired of your call to actions. As a matter of fact, repetition is key for people to remember what to do. Right? Because in everything you're doing, you're either going to distract people or convert people. So what's the purpose of the different posts that you're posting across social media? Is it to distract people or is it to convert them? If it is to convert them, you have to put a call to action. Trust me, people want to, people are, you know, by nature lazy, right? So the one easy right there. And also it is a reminder. And I'm not sure you know, but research proves that it takes the average person to see the same thing repeated to them seven times before they take action with you. So we have, you want to repeat that over and over and over again. And finally, they'll decide to take that action if they're really interested in working with you. So put a call to action, right? Regardless of when you're posting it, never be shy to add, to learn more, go here, to read more, go here, to connect with me, go here, right? To book a free uh, consultation with me, go here, to, uh, you know, uh, uh, um, discover more about this a great opportunity, click here, call to action. And the rest, right, is an invisible funnel that you have set in place to convert them. And they'll take that action with you and want to be your client, right? The next thing you want to do is present at, at conferences, webinars, or other podcasts, right? If you have some friends that have podcasts and all that, contact them, okay? Go speak at different, you know, webinars or conferences, different places. Have a weekly podcast, which is crucial to display your knowledge, Right. This will help showcase and solidify your expertise to a wider audience. That is why I have a weekly podcast. So I'm not just going to have this amazing setup in my home and not leverage leverage this to grow and make money. Right. Have a weekly podcast, family. It's very important. Sharing your insights in a public forum can establish you. As a thought leader. Right? Shout out to all the 37 folks. Oh, now 57 folks on Amazon Live. Thanks for being here with me, family. Right? And the next thing you want to do. Create educational resources. Develop educational materials like online courses, tutorials, or workshops. Sharing your expertise in an instructional format. Right. By demonstrating your mastery at the subject like I'm doing right now. Let's go ahead and take an ad break. When we come back, we're going to continue this conversation. There's so much to talk about. Right. So let's go ahead and uh, uh, take a breather real quick. And we'll, we'll be right back right after this. Hey, guys, um, whoever's listening to this, uh, I really need you to hear what I'm about to talk about. I'm going to talk about how do you actually customize your look. One of the things that I have been striving for is to have a different look to my overall videos. And what you're seeing right now is kind of my current state, the current state of my look. 
what I wanted to have was a more cinematic perspective for my live streams and also for my videos. So what I did was I reached out to JP Hightech and JP Hightech bit, he, he pretty much tailored my, my look and feel to exactly what I wanted. Here's the example. This is me right now before JT's magic. And this is the magic of JP Hightech right now with my look. This is exactly the look that I wanted to have for, for my videos. So we had a session this morning and it was pretty much a tailored session where we stripped all of my lights away. We stripped all of the background colors, everything. Positioned my lights. We focused in on my cameras, white balance first and foremost. And then we actually looked into customizing my LUT. So once again, this is the before. This is the before of what my look looks like or what it was. And then now here's a gradual transition of JP's LUT for my look. I can temper this look if I wanted to. If I wanted to have a little less, I can I can do that. If I wanted to have the full, um, full um, I guess, power of the LUT, then I have it all the way up here as well. And it has the look that I have been going for, which is, um, even though I do live streams and videos, I want to have it a little more cinematic and he's actually been able to give this to me. So if you are looking to customize your look and feel for your brand, this for me is just the beginning of what we're trying to do. We customize the color of my look for, for my videos. And now we're going to be doing a couple other things to kind of bring my brand, you know, a little more alive as we continue to get down this journey with live streaming videos and content creation. You need to call JP Hightech and connect with him as soon as possible, as soon as possible, so he can customize the look and feel that you want. Once again, this is the before and this is the after. Thank you so much, JP Hightech. I appreciate all of your support and being patient with me this morning and for providing me with the look and feel that I've always wanted. All right, all right, family, welcome back. You can get a custom LUT, right? A custom LUT is one of the ways that I do what I do. Um, and all you have to do is simply go to the website, jpitech.com forward slash custom LUT, jpitech.com forward slash custom LUT. And why do you need this custom? Well, custom LUT, um, you know, takes a lot of things that a general LUT that you may buy online will not, such as your uh, skin color, your skin tone, your lighting, right? Your specific lighting that you want, the type of mood, the type of uh, LUT that you want to create, right? Um, all that is important to understanding whether you're indoor or outdoor, right? And so if you go to jphatech.com for such custom LUT, you have more information and see some LUTs in action. Just like, you know, if you're watching this right now, I'm showing you uh, really, really important things. And that's what I am using myself on my video right now. I always, always use a custom LUT uh, in order to present myself a certain weight family. This is, you know, something that I never go without, right? Because um, your camera can only do so much, which is why in cinematography, after we record things, we put them into those editing softwares like Final Cut Pro, Adobe Premiere, what have you, in order to make them look a certain way, right? So go ahead to jpitech.com for start custom LUT to get your own custom LUT. Now, the next thing that you can do if you're like, yo, JP, I need way more 
than just a custom LUT. I want to do, I need help doing everything that you're doing right now, right? If you need help doing everything that we're doing, I'm talking about a complete branding, right? Where you want, you need help building your online presence or helping you have your um, online podcast or the production of your podcast. I'm talking about the overlays, the animated elements that I have here. Everything that you see me do right now, we do it for people, right? So if you need help with that, all you have to do is go to my website, jpatech.com forward slash booking, jphightk.com forward slash booking, and let's see how my team and I can help you do these things, right? Because we want to help you. We want you to really establish yourself properly and professionally. Talking about that, talking about establishing yourself professionally is the next thing we want to talk about is uh, build a professional online presence. And we're talking about how to leverage your, you know, home professional home studio, right? To make money, to grow your business and establish a sustainable growth, um, you know, for yourself and your family, right? So one of those things is building a professional online presence, right? What am I talking about? Well, you need to maintain a strong online presence with a well-established brand, right? Through a professional website, LinkedIn profile or social media accounts. They have to be professional, right? Trust me. Every single person that wants to do business with you, they will look you up. They will Google you. They will go to different pages, right? That you have. They'll go to your website and different things to see the feel. And the website that you have and your online presence needs to be designed to sell, needs to be designed to convert them. Now, if it's all chaotic, you're leaving a lot of money on the table. I don't want you leaving money on the table, family. That's why we're talking about these things today, right? Share content related to your field and engage with others in relevant discussions. The next thing you want to do is you want to offer consultations and coaching, right? Provide one-on-one consultations or coaching sessions in your area of expertise to people, right? This can allow you to demonstrate your ability to apply your knowledge to solve specific problems. Offer those things. One thing that I do, my company, is we offer 30-minute free consultation. And then from there, if you really need help on a specific area, you book a pay consultation and we'll help you there. Right? But there's so many amazing professionals where you go to the website and there's nothing. Like, there's no way, easy way, I should say, to hop on their calendar. And there's no system in place for people to just book them for, you know, 15 minute quick free consultation. Right. Because a lot of times people want to make sure you are indeed who you say you are or the one that initial, you know, conversation with you to solidify what they're trying uh, to pay you for. And from there, bam, they'll turn around and you invoice them after that first initial consultation and they'll pay it and they'll be happy campers, happy customers of you. Right. This is important. This is very important. And one thing that a lot of amazing creators don't do is join a professional association. Become a member of, you know, professional association or organization in your field. Here's the thing. Active involvement can reinforce your dedication to your profession. And people see that, right? Join different conversations, right? Help out online, join forums, right? Share your expertise because what that does is share lights on you. Somebody might notice you that this person really provides a lot of amazing insight. Let me check him out. And from there, 
they're going to realize that you might be the go-to person for what they've been needing for so long. Right? And now they're going to want to book you. Next thing is continuously improve. Even as an expert, right? There's always more to learn. We we want to stay humble and be open to new ideas, family. We want to research quite often, right? And for the folks that know me, other creators that know me don't know that I am, you know, always jumping. I don't hesitate, right, to jump into uh, private rooms, webinars, conferences, anything that I can go to um, to, you know, improve and continue learning. I love that. Like I always say, the day you stop learning, you stop growing. So I'm always looking for ways to learn, ways to improve myself, right? An example um, is whenever I see something happening, I may know the topic. Not long ago, I was on an event by Tanya Smith, right? Where she was talking about leveraging live video, right? To build your brand. Even though I know the subject matter, I still went there. Why? Because it's not about what you know. It's about what you don't know. Because I might know 99% of the things she's talking about. And that 1% might be what I'm missing. And that 1% might be what would really catapult me to the next level. How much are you investing in your knowledge to continuous growth, right? Because the day you tell yourself that you know it all is the day you're going to start falling behind, right? Nobody knows it all. The next thing you want to really take the time and do is, you know, like I shared, provide value to others. Ultimately, your expertise should be, you know, about helping people. Provide value through your knowledge, whether it's solving problems, offering guidance, or sharing insights uh, everywhere you can. And be patient, folks, because establishing yourself as an expert takes time. Consistency, dedication, and patience are key to building and maintaining your reputation. It's not going to happen overnight. Like I said, it takes some people seven times to even take action. So seven, it could be seven days seven weeks or seven months i've had people book me after a year of watching me do what i do consistently want me to give you a secret let me give you guys a secret one thing that i do if for example there's a potential customer that is interested in potentially paying me for a service or uh you know a a product or something becoming a, a customer i love connecting with them this is what this is what it does. When you connect with them, now they can forget about you because you will be active in their social notifications, right? Their social feeds. And if you're doing these things that we're talking about, right? They will consistently consistently see you, right? And prove yourself as an expert in the field, which is going to reinforce what they already already thought about you. So you ha- you're not forgotten. They keep seeing you in their, you know, notification feeds. They keep seeing the amazing things that you're doing. They keep seeing the different posts that you, uh, content that you're creating, which is reinforcing what they already knew about you. So they will come to you and spend the money. It doesn't matter how long it takes. They know you are the go-to person. So make sure you network with people. Don't just have them meet with you, right? Potentially on a Zoom meeting or something or have a conversation with them and say, all right, so let us know whenever you're ready and buy. No, that's no, no, no. You don't do that. Don't just tell them buy. Connect with them. Ask them, are you on social media? 
Are you on LinkedIn? Are you on Facebook? Are you on Instagram? TikTok? Where are you? I would love to connect with you so we can stay connected. That's what you do. Well, hopefully you're taking note of this. Hopefully this is helping you, family. <laughs> All right, family, let's go ahead and continue here uh, to the next point. And there's so much I would discuss and I'm looking at the time. Uh, I hope I can go over all of this because I have 11, 11 points, right, that I want to share with you guys. And the next point here is number four, choose your niche and content topic, right? Again, choose your niche and content topic. Identify a niche that aligns with your business expertise and your audience interests, family. Research trending topics about it. The industry gaps to determine what topics will resonate most with your target audience. Okay? And the next thing that you want to do here is plan your content strategy, family. Plan your content strategy. Develop a content calendar outlining the topics format and release schedule for your podcast and videos see people want a schedule people want to know when they can expect you right and whenever you establish that they can now add you to their calendar because everybody's busy consistency is key to building an audience and that shows them that you will be consistent whenever you start establishing a pattern of showing up on the same schedule right Every week or every day, if you can do that or whatever, or once a month or once every other week. But whenever you consistently showing up our certain schedule and you're even scheduling certain things ahead of time, people get used to it real quick. And now they can see that you are consistent in the things that you do. Right. Consider mixing up your content as well with different format, such as interviews, right? When you're creating your content, have some interviews, tutorials behind the scenes, right? That I always do here. That will give them a glimpse into uh, what you have and how you're doing it, because that actually helps people uh, want to spend money with you. Because whenever they see what you're doing and how hard it is to do the things that you do, people want to spend money with you. Because they see the value that you have to offer. They see that, oh, it takes a whole lot to get to where you are to achieve the things that you're achieving. So obviously in their head, right, their subconscious will tell them that they actually need you and need your help to achieve the, these things. Right, family? So the next thing here um, that we want to do, right, which is very important, is create compelling content. Right. Craft engaging and informating scripts or outline for your episodes or videos. Ensure your content provides value to your audience, family. Right. Focus on storytelling and delivering content in an engaging manner to keep viewers and listeners hooked. Right. If you notice one thing that I've been doing ever since we started this episode is I'm, I've been changing a lot of angles. Now, why am I doing that? It's because people's attention span can be short, right? Now, this whole thing, I could be talking about the whole thing without having everything that's on the screen. It could just be like this, right? Just me with a microphone and talking to you. It could just be like this. But we both know there's a huge difference between it being like this or being like this. It's the same conversation is the same setup but this one adds more to it 
This one helps your attention span. And this one is even putting certain branding information in the eyes of the beholder, in the eyes of the folks that are watching my content right now, which is helping sell me as the expert that I am. It's putting the name of the show right there <laughs> in your face. It's putting my name right, right there. You have a scrolling ticker at the bottom. You have things going on, and this is helping people's brain. If you watch television, you notice that they do the same thing. They don't keep one single angle for the entire entirety of their presentation. They keep changing, and you want to do that, right? You want to build those type of things because that will help you, right? Stay engaged with the people that are watching. Engagement is not just about comments, likes, or sharing. Engagement is people also being interested or staying to watch pretty much the entirety of your presentations or your content that you're putting out there, right? Those are things that we want to do. And it is important to maintain a balance between evergreen content and topics that address current trends and issues. If you never heard the term evergreen or you don't know what it means, evergreens are topics that, you know, transcend times, you know, like you can talk about uh, business ethic, for example, business ethic doesn't expire. It's not something that is uh, a trend, right? That will expire next year. <laughs> you know, having a business ethic, for example, is something that you must develop regardless of the year, time, you know, in, in the world or anything. So it's evergreen, it's ever existent, it's ever uh, valid, right? That's, that's what it means, evergreen, in case you didn't know. So have a good balance between evergreen content and also addressing current trends and issues, right? Very important to do that. And the next thing that we want to take, take a look at here is number seven, record and edit professionally. It's so important to pay attention to your audio and video quality during recording to ensure a professional result. Edit your content meticulously, removing any background noise, awkward pauses, or error, right? Consider adding graphics or animations to your visuals, just like I do here. That helps sell what you do. Consider doing these things will elevate the same conversation that you've been having. And again, if you need help, we can help set all this up for you. So contact our team, <laughs> right? And this will take us to the next conversation, which is um, branding and promotion. Develop a consistent visual and audio brand for your content including logos, intro, outro, music. A lot of times people don't realize that even the music that you consistently play in your content is part of your brand. For example, if you take T-Mobile, every time you, you watch their ad or hear their ad on the radio, they always have the same music. AT&T, you always have the same music. Why do they always use the same music? Well, it is part of your brand because what happens is whenever people hear that same music without watching what you're doing, they know instantly is this brand. They know instantly is you because they identify the sound to your brand. So even in the music we're selecting, it is important that we are consistent in there, right? Now, when you do that, promote your content across various, you know, platforms, including your social media, your website, email newsletters, and then collaborate with influencers or experts in your niche for guest appearances or interviews to expand your reach, right? 
let's go to the next point here. I'm going a little faster this time because I really want to go through everything we have. We're um, over our time. It's been over an hour now, right? Engage with your audience. What does that mean? Well, respond to comments, right? And messages promptly or, you know, in, in a good time frame. You want to foster a sense of community and engagement with your audience. It's very important because it is so bad that you create content and you completely ignore your tribe. No, folks. No, you don't want to do that. Don't ignore your, your tribe, family. Stay consistent with them. Ask them questions, right? Ask them questions. Try to get a reaction from them. Create an emotion with, uh, from them. Okay? That is, that, that, that's going to allow you to grow your tribe, which in return is going to allow you to charge more for your product and services because they will value you so much that anytime you release a product or service, they want to jump and purchase it because they will see that you value them as part of your tribe. Right. And the next thing here that we want to also do is analyze and adjust. Right. You want to monitor the performance of your content using analytics tools. Right. You want to track the metrics such as audience growth, engagement rates and conversation rates. Right. You want to use these insights to gain. Right. A good look into how you're performing and you use this to adjust your content strategy. And this will help you focus on what works best for your specific audience. Okay. The next thing here that we want to focus on, right, is monetizing your content. Now, a whole lot of folks will think when we're talking about monetizing, it has to do with the traditional um, ads on our videos or no, 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 no. You know, explore, of course, different monetization options such as sponsorship, right? affiliate marketing or selling products services directly related to your niche if you notice during this presentation you've seen me promote a product or service you've seen me take an ad break right well that means that you want to consider creating premium content or offering membership for exclusive access to something right and you promote that when you create your content you have no idea how many times I've seen a lot of podcasts, a lot of great conversations where the speaker or the host did not even take the time to promote his own services. And when you ask some of them, tell me, well, JP, well, as long as I put it in the video description, I believe is, is good enough. Well, it doesn't work like that because it is very powerful whenever you take an actual ad break, right? Or you stop the conversation in the middle of it to promote something that you have. Oh boy, do not hesitate to promote your services. Do not hesitate to talk about what you have to offer because remember, you are the brand, people are there for you. So as they're learning the things that you're talking about, they also wanna know how you can help them. So you stop what you're doing and have a, you know, a mini commercial to play or something like that will help solidify the information that you want them or the, uh, the call to action that you want them to take and what is that going to do? Help your conversion rate. Right? The next thing that we want to look here, look at here is point number 12 is stay informed and evolve. 
What are you talking about, JP? Well, what I mean is stay up to date with industry trend, uh, industry trends and uh, audience preferences, your specific audience. What do they really like? You want to be able to adapt your content strategy as needed to remain relevant in their eyes. And what? Valuable. Relevant and valuable. And of course, family, if you stayed till this time, if you stayed till the end, I have a bonus. I have a bonus tip for you guys that I have not talked about. And this is Samuel Casting, multi-streaming. Do not just release your content on one platform. I'm not talking about uploading on multiple platforms. I'm talking about what going live, right? And broadcasting this on multiple platform. Any platform you can think of. Because guess what? Every platform with its own mindset, its own way of moving, living, walking, right? And this is a business that you're building. So you being present in the eyes of everyone is crucial. Well, hopefully you guys have learned something. Hopefully you appreciated this presentation. Um, let's all remember one thing that building a successful podcast in the video studio for our business is a long-term endeavor, right? You may take time to build an audience and see a significant result, but with dedication, high quality content and a strategic approach, anyone can use or leverage their professional home studio setup to drive business growth and achieve our goals. If you want to connect with me, one thing that I, I want to ask you to do is, of course, um, go ahead and jump right here. Let me go ahead and show it to you. Right. Go ahead and jump right here in my personal email um, or you can jump into my calendar by going to, you know, jpitech.com forward slash booking or send me an email. Connect at jpitech.com. Right. jphighthtk.com or social media at jpitech. And I really, really, really will love to hear from you family this is something that i appreciate sharing with you and uh let me know in the comment section below um the one thing that you took away from today's presentation let me know what is that one thing that you did not know or that you believe might be right the key factor that will catapult you or really transform the landscape of how you've been doing things i would like to know and of course if you have any questions do not hesitate to go ahead and put your question in the comment section uh, I'm here for that. Go ahead and put in the comment section. Uh, if you have any question, I'll take the time to read it and answer you. And of course, if you appreciate it, don't forget, family, we are available. And I want to ask you, if you listen to this podcast, subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review or follow us on YouTube, family. We're also on YouTube and it is JP High Tech Reviews, the YouTube name. Follow us, subscribe, turn on your notifications so you never, never have to miss any episode that we put out all right folks this is the end of this episode thanks for tuning in thanks for connecting uh with us on this episode if you appreciate it i want to ask you to go ahead and share this with a friend or family member that is a creator literally anybody that is in content world creating content writing a book starting a business uh podcasting doing videos uh youtuber um you know cinematographer live streamer you name it me this series that we're releasing every week so go ahead and share with a friend or family member and of course um if you have not joined me on youtube yet come on my youtube channel uh which is jp high tech reviews or go straight to youtube.com forward slash jp high tech reviews or go to my website simple jp high tech.com um and you will connect with me there 
and let's grow together. Let's make amazing things. And I want to hear from you. If this has blessed you, please send me a message. All right. Go to my website. Send me a message on jphtech.com. Let me know how this is doing for you. Put a comment in the comment section. Say something. Uh, let me know how you're feeling. And let's all transform this world. Be blessed. And I'll see you guys next time for another episode. You be safe. Like I always say. Shalom.